Good morning, everybody. We've got a mixed trade in the grain markets on Wednesday morning. As of the 7.45 pause in trading, May corn futures down one and three quarters at 3.75 and three quarters. May soybeans up a half cent at 8.76 and three quarters. May Chicago wheat down two and a quarter at 5.20. May Kansas City wheat unchanged at 4.44 and three quarters. May spring wheat up one and a quarter at 5.20. The roller coaster ride in the equity markets continues today. We had a sharply higher close, uh, gained almost 5% in uh, the S&P and in the Dow yesterday. We've given back a lot of that here this morning. The Dow's down about 750 points ahead of the cash open. The S&P's down 90. The bonds are up again. Crude oil has kind of stabilized here uh, for the moment in the mid to low 30s. We're down a buck and a quarter in the April WTI contract at 3310. Uh, Precious metals are mixed. So still a lot of jitter, still a lot of panic um, with this virus situation. Uh, The crude oil situation is, is kind of a separate deal, but they seem to be intertwined here for the moment. Yesterday's USDA report was a non event. The government made very few changes. The U.S. balance sheets for corn, soybeans, and wheat were left totally unchanged versus last month. Some small adjustments were made to the global balance sheets, including larger soybean production estimates for Brazil and Argentina. So we really saw no increase in volatility ahead of or following the report. Soybean situation is kind of interesting. So the USDA is projecting that Brazil and Argentina will produce a combined record crop of 180 million metric tons. Uh, To put that in perspective, the 2019 U.S. crop was 97 million. Uh, The U.S. had been running in that 110 to 120 range uh, before last year's disastrous growing season. But the gap between Brazil and Argentina, which is combined or outproducing the U.S., uh, that gap is widening and and their production is increasing at a much more rapid pace than what we're seeing here in the United States. Coronavirus cases continue to increase. Uh, The Chinese are returning to work in some instances. Some key industries in Wuhan, which is the city at the center of the outbreak in China, were told that they can resume work today after the Chinese president visited there earlier this week. Meanwhile, on the flip side, you've got the entire country of Italy on lockdown. Confirmed cases in the United States, over 1,000, and we were only at 540 on Monday. So we've almost doubled the amount of cases um, just in the last, what, two or three days. You've got cancellations of all sorts of events like concerts, uh, sporting events, basketball tournaments that has probably added to the panic. Some people would argue that the media is pushing the panic button too quickly and too aggressively given the low mortality rate and the fact that, you know, when it comes down to it, death has only been a result in patients that are already sickly or elderly. Other people would disagree and and would say that this is a disaster. Um, This is a, a global issue and it's going to have long lasting consequences. So I think there's a lot of differing opinions out there. The one thing that I know for sure is that this thing has been the catalyst without a doubt for a very significant correction in global equity markets. Forthcoming rains have alleviated or should alleviate dryness in Argentina. Some had argued that recent dryness could hurt that crop. Still, we've seen steady to higher production estimates recently from the governments, from the private groups, uh, etc. The, the USDA, again, did increase its projection for Argentina soybean production uh, yesterday. Uh, wet conditions uh, could cause some issues for uh, corn planting in parts of the country. You know, there's a lot of farmers in the south in, you know, say, Kansas, Oklahoma, um, you go down into Missouri, you go into uh, 
places like Tennessee and Kentucky. It's going to be really wet here for another seven days, and it's been wet. And these are areas of the country that would like to begin corn planting sometime soon. So do we have some some things that remind us of 2019 here? Yeah, we do. Um, does it turn into that? Probably not. But uh, you never know, and, and we can start to keep an eye on the forecast here as we, as it relates to 2020 crop protection crop potential um that uh, of course is something we're going to begin doing uh more frequently here the corn market finished higher yesterday we're back over this morning we're now looking forward to the prospective plantings report on march 31st which also includes a grain stocks report that report is typically associated with a lot more volatility than what we saw in yesterday's report uh, traders expecting more corn acreage versus last year uh, based on ma- mainly the relationship between new crop corn and soybean prices a lot of traders working with a corn acreage number in that 93 to 94 million range which would be up from 89.7 last year Soybean market continues to struggle. The headlines are almost universally bearish. South American crops will be large. Demand for U.S. beans is sluggish on the export front. Brazil's still got a big currency advantage, freight advantage uh, versus the U.S. on anything shipped to China. Um, I could see a friendly scenario playing out here over the next few months. I think that bean acreage will be light relative to corn at least, and that could be a positive big picture. And I, you know, if China does begin to start Say they begin purchasing new crop beans late spring, early summer, and they're probably not going to do a bunch of old crop business, but they could do a lot of new crop business. Um, I think will be competitive or new crop prices should be competitive um, when we get into that fall, you know, say October, November, December timeframe. You could get a, a, a change in the narrative here pretty quickly. If China begins to book new crop beans, we've got lighter acreage, throw any sort of minor crop problem into the mix, and, and it could change here. But for the moment, things are pretty negative, and, and that scenario I mentioned is a big if, of course. Uh, the wheat market has been kind of sluggish. Funds are still long SRW wheat, and as long as the stock market's still jittery, it's going to be tough to sustain any sort of rally. Cattle futures sharply higher yesterday um, with the Dow sharply lower this morning. I'll be curious to see how we open up. Um, again, the Dow's down 750 points ahead of the cash open. Bonds a little higher. U.S. dollars a little lower. Crude oil down $1.33 in the April contract, April WTI at $33. Bucks. If you'd like some more information, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan, take a look at my subscription service, sign up, and you will know when and how I am marketing corn, soybeans, and wheat throughout the year. Everyone have a great day. I'll talk to you tomorrow.